thank you for joining us today. I want to welcome you to the Becker Group Business Strategy, Business of Pot 15-minute podcast. I'm Scott Becker, partner at McGuire Woods and publisher of Becker's Healthcare. I'm joined today by a terrific guest from the marijuana business, Tyler Anthony. Take a moment to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, so my name is uh, Tyler Anthony. I am Senior Vice President of Client Services at Electrum Partners. We are a, a venture management company based out of Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, I'm trained as a lawyer, although I'm not a lawyer in my current role, uh, but I've been in the industry for about four or five years now. Now, when you call it the industry, I'm older than you are. And I'm trying to figure out what term people use today. Is it marijuana, pot, cannabis, weed? What's the core term that you use to describe the industry that you're in today? So I refer it exclusively as uh, cannabis. I think cannabis is the most scientifically uh, appropriate term for it. Um, you know, marijuana is sort of what is taken hold. And if you look at the history of it, there are a lot of racist undertones behind the word marijuana. It was popularized in the early 20th century uh, as a term used pejoratively for uh, Mexican immigrants who are coming up from Mexico. And so it's just sort of, it was sort of a dirty word. And cannabis is, is much more appropriate using, you know, the terms pot and weed are, are kind of euphemistic. And I think undermine the legitimacy of cannabis as, a, as an effective medicine and tool that people use in their daily lives. Thank you very much. That's very helpful. And so how did you get into the cannabis business yourself? Uh, so a lot of people get started as investors or entrepreneurs or professionals whose uh, expertise is needed by the business. I got involved in sort of a uh, unusual way. So I, I was started on the regulatory side. I was working in the governor's office in Illinois. And the day that I started was the day that the then governor Pat Quinn signed the medical cannabis bill into law. And so I started working with a number of the people that were responsible for implementing the program. And I got a call um, once they were staffing out their uh, the program if I wanted to be you know, legal counsel and senior policy advisor for the program. And so that's how I got started. I, I wrote regulations, I did government contracting, and I did the competitive licensing process uh, in Illinois. So I really, for about a year and a half, had this sort of boot camp through the industry. Nobody had ever regulated it in the state of Illinois, and I was able to learn so much. And so when uh, Governor Bruce Rauner won the election and Pat Quinn didn't. I had a choice between staying in government or leaving to go into the industry. And I thought that you know, this is one of the most exciting industries since the internet. So I, I left and that's where I've been ever since. And what do you do in the industry itself? What do you do now? The company that I'm with, Electric Partners, we do a wide range of things. We work with companies all the way from startup companies to publicly traded companies, both in the United States, Canada, and increasingly internationally. And we work with them on a wide range of things. Like we do 
Uh, we help them do capital formation, help them provide business strategy, management consulting. Uh, we sort of provide a wide-ranging toolkit for entrepreneurs, no matter what stage of the business they're in. So financial help, management strategy help, consulting help, sort of a variety help, and started in the U.S., Canada as well, and now internationally. So I'll ask you a follow-up question to that. When you were growing up, did you ever think that you'd end up in the cannabis business? <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's something uh, I, I absolutely did not. And it's something that you can imagine you and your friends sitting around um, when you're younger and be like, dude, wouldn't it be cool if you became a pot lawyer? You know, it's one of, it's one of those, it sort of just seems unreal. Like I remember I had to, you know, pinch myself that, this is what I'm doing now. And, you know, it was really new back like four or five years ago. It was still very, um, very new and very unfamiliar to people. But now I, I run across people all the time whose brother, you know, invested in a dispensary or is starting up a CBD company. Like it's, it's become a lot more mainstream just in the last five years. So it seems a lot less uh, unbelievable now than it you know did just you know a few years ago. If you went back just a few years ago, there was a perception or a stereotype of the people that were sort of opening dispensaries, you know, as people that were themselves cannabis smokers. They were sort of had a certain thought to them, look to them, and so forth. Now it seems like the industry is equally populated by just you know hardcore queer. Um, driven business people, and obviously some mix of both of those communities. Any observations on that? And, and without me offending anybody, because both of them are hugely valuable and an important part of the community. Yeah, and I think that's a really interesting observation. You know, there, there's definitely been a professionalization of the industry, you know, in the last just few years. And it's it sort of sets up this interesting dynamic between two camps. You have like the suits, right? Like the lawyers and the accountants and the business professionals who are coming in, bringing lots of lots of money and a long history of experience. And then you have this group of people who have been growing cannabis for a very long time, sometimes in in the shadows, who know a lot about how to grow it, but maybe less familiar with some of the core uh, fundamental business principles that underlie starting up a business. And so, you know, it's, it's, as it becomes more and more regulated and more and more, you know, ubiquitous, there's going to be a continued assimilation between these two different groups. And I think it's great. The more professionals that we have, the more experienced business people that we have coming into the space, the more that you're going to have, a guaranteed future. This business isn't going anywhere anytime soon. No, and it seems like, in fact, it's on a huge growth trajectory at this point. And let me get you to that next question or a final question. Three thoughts on growing the business. What do you see as sort of the cores, the people that are building successful businesses in the cannabis space? Yeah, that's, that's, it's hard to answer that question concisely. I think that everything changes constantly that there is just such rapid change you know year to year month to month 
that it can be really, really daunting for somebody just coming in and not knowing where to start. I think cannabis is a deceptively broad term. It's, it's more than just the marijuana that you can think of, you know, smoking a joint or something. You know, cannabis is the most industrially and pharmacologically useful plant probably in, in the world. And you have a huge expansion opportunities in terms of hemp, industrial hemp with plastics and biofuels and all sorts of renewable resources where we're moving away from plastics and trees and stuff like that. And then you have things that people consume, brands that they take a gummy every night before they go to sleep because it helps them. So it's, it's a really, really big base. And no matter what you're interested in, there's something for almost anybody to get involved in. Is this explosion growth? Will there be tremendous supply issues? I saw a sort of example of private off today about a hemp farm. Is this the kind of thing where this becomes so mainstream, like alcohol has become so mainstream, that there will be supply problems or challenges? And how is that evolving? Yeah, I think that's a really great observation. Fast forwarding maybe 20 years from now, I think that a CBD and non-psychoactive versions of cannabinoids are just going to be in everything. Much like you go buy a box of Frosted Flakes at the, at the store and it has vitamin D just added because you can't get enough vitamin D. And so right now there aren't enough cannabinoids being produced on the planet in order to sort of support that. But it's getting there. You have the farm bill, which all indications are that's going to pass this week. And, you know, you have farmers who, you know, soybeans are all of a sudden not very profitable because you have Trump starting a trade war with China and hemp might be a really viable alternative. And so it's just going to take time. And I think, you know, in, in a decade or so, it's going to return to its former glory as one of the most profitable cash crops in human history. Well, fantastic. That's both uh, promising and helpful to hear, particularly as you have this tremendous transition of people in farming. And this farming is from all over the world, I assume, as well. And it'll be fascinating to see how it evolves. Tyler, I want to thank you. I, I want to, if you'd like to leave your contact information with people, and I'll leave mine as well. Yeah, absolutely. I can be reached at tyler.anthony at electrumpartners.com. If you want to talk, send me an email and we'll set something up. Great. Can you spell Electrum for our audience? Sure. It's E-L-E-C-T-R-U-M, partners, plural with an S, dot com. Thank you very much. You've been a tremendous guest and thought leader on this and in this area. So thank you so much. I'm again Scott Becker. You can reach me at any time at 312-399-0774. And thank you very much. Thank you very much, Scott. It's been a pleasure.